Welcome to the family with our special <coughs> guest at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight and tomorrow. Hi, Chris Frangiola, everybody. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. Brandon Simon here. Nate Stevenson. JB. Mikey Winfield, retired substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> and Cassie Schrader. It's got to be one hell of an hour. That's all I got to yeah. say. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Richard Pryor still did the funniest thing about love toys ever, ever, ever recorded. He goes, man, you know there's one thing about those, those like vibrators. You turn on the vibrator, it goes, Zzz, and then you use it, it goes, <laughs> Richard. Oh. This is, these are my favorite times, man, when people just come, they show up, and we put people together. I love these, like the setting at this table right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I like you it, too. things like this. Yeah. You know, it's wonderful. You know, a guy like Richard Pryor couldn't just come out now. Mm -mm. He just couldn't Probably go not. on stage now and, you know, without the fans. Like, imagine him now without the fans and still having to gain the fans. It's different once you have the people. Then you can right. just sell out and you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But no, he would just struggle and be boycotted or just mm -hmm. ignored or, you know. Speaking of uh, Richard Pryor, how do you feel about Eddie Murphy hosting Saturday Night Live tonight? Oh, it's tonight? It's tonight. I knew he was yeah, coming back. Yeah, he's back. I, I, feel, I almost feel like it's a little beneath him, Saturday Night Live, at this point. I feel like he's, uh, he's, he's, he's got legendary status now, and he doesn't need... Like, right. how, how good yeah, could it true. possibly be? Yeah. Yeah, Chris Rock, those kind of people. That's right. Yeah, I but I don't think saying. even Rock's even done it in a while. No, I don't yeah, think he's Some guys, I just think they're above it. Oh, yeah. Not that Sunday Night Live's bad or anything, but it's just I just think it's it's not going to help Eddie Murphy to do Sunday Night Live. Rock popped up on Saturday Night Live the week after um, Trump was elected. That's right. Yes, oh, he did, did that opening. And uh, he did. Oh, that was Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. They were together. Oh, they were together. Yeah. They were together. And there were the people in the room were losing their mind. This is the worst thing ever. And all they did was just look at each other and kept laughing because oh, they're like. You you remember a little thing called slavery? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? <laughs> Eddie's, Eddie's one of those guys I want to win, but I got that fear element. You know, like when, you know, like as a comic, when right. you have another comic, he's newer, and you don't want him to bomb. You're yeah. like, I want him to do well. Of course. I think everybody does. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. doing that tonight, I even if it's fantastic, it's, it's going to be criticized so much that... Mm -hmm. I think people are expecting too much. I like Dolomite. Did you watch it? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I remember yeah. Dolomite. But I got to tell you, what 
Now, see, I can't sit in it. The one thing that pisses me off, because there's no bigger Richard Pryor fan than me, but as a white man in America today, I cannot even say the name of one of his goddamn albums. <laughs> right, yeah. That pisses me off. But, right, but we know true. the one you're talking about. Everybody knows the one you're talking with about. Yeah. and ends with crazy. <laughs> right, yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I or know. Or bicent- Bicentennial. Bicentennial. Yeah. Or Super. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's had a few. But I, that, when did that album come out? When did that come out? Oh, 75? Yeah, I would guess. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I remember I, I brought it home and I put it on the record player back then, yeah. the vinyl, put it on a record player, and I'm playing it. And all of a sudden, my mother comes and knocks, knocks on my bedroom door. She goes, What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Every other word is fuck. I remember as a kid trying to buy uh, an album live on the Sunset Trip and they wouldn't sell it to me. Because oh, I was too, too young. Too yeah. young. Yeah, my yeah. mother had to go get get it for me. Did she do it? Yeah, she did. She was yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, she yeah. Got she, I mean, I don't think she knew album. what was going on, but yeah, <laughs> she just thought I wanted a record. Do you think you yeah. two guys think that anybody, or anybody in the room actually? Do you think that anybody will ever influence comedy the way he did again? Is that Prior? even possible? He changed comedy know. forever. You know, There's no doubt about that. I kind of think it is happening in a way now. I Do think that's really? what Chappelle's special was about. It was about Chappelle's like, good, man. you know, let me change the energy. Yeah, I right. felt like he wasn't so much like I'm a guy that needs to be funny. I think he was kind of like we were just you know, talking about this out in the hallway mm-hmm. before we came in. Right? Yeah, it's like, like this is kind of what the aura needs right, right. now. Yeah. So people get off their like <laughs> snotty asses. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he does that yeah. one bit in there where he talks about. I'm going to do an, an impression. And if you screw up one time, I'm going to nail you, this, that, and the other. Right. And then he asks the crowd, who is that? And they're all like, and he goes, it's you. It's yeah. right. you yeah. freaking people. Yeah. Because you. <laughs> no, it's true. Just waiting for me to screw up. So, you know. But yeah. that, that's that's who are trying to be successful now. It's right. the guys with the blog. Like, okay, how's my blog going to get attention? Right. It's not going to get yeah. it with good news. All right. right. It's no, going to true. get it with, you know, like, yeah. even Siskel and Ebro. I respected them. They said good stuff and bad stuff. Now they're just like, all right, how can I ruin this guy? Right. <laughs> yeah. that, no, that's very, that's very true. That's the approach, man. And it's, that's very, very true. Well, but, you remember that day you and Philip and who the hell else was it? Somebody else. I'm sitting at the station. This is many years ago. It's the station. So I have three black men come over to the newspaper and go, look at this, you're a racist. Remember that when you guys did Oh, it was, oh. It was Tevin. <laughs> was it Tevin? Yeah. Yeah, the, news, the newspaper said I was racist because of the way I talked to black people, uh-huh. right? Right. Because I just talked to black people like I do to everybody else. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that, apparently, in America oh. without white people thinking you're racist. Yeah, yeah. Or at least, you know, the... the Right. Writing crew now that sure. nobody ever reads. Does anybody read newspapers anymore? Ever? No, I haven't. No, in, no. Uh, no. they're so thin cool. now. It's amazing. The New York Times <laughs> is like two right. sheets it's of paper. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it used to be used to be like a five pounds, but now oh, it was, it's yeah. It, yeah. Now it's all opinion columns online. Right. right. <laughs> That's, that should be what happens this year. We should just shut down paper publications like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a waste. Of, it's, it's a waste happen. of paper. I actually. just read uh, the OC Weekly in Orange County. Like, oh, yeah. they, that's yep. done. Yep. Just uh, oh, just closed up last week. Yeah. Not that I want people out of work, but. But, yeah, no, I understand. You know, right. Yeah. Why? Right. Yeah. A lot of electronic stuff they could work on. They what's what's the evolution, on. though? What's after phones? Oh. I've always wondered that. Because it's like, have we exceeded Chips our... in your head. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's oh, it. That's scary, yeah, it's just, it is Right. Right. Have we? Yeah. Because it's like, what's next? I mean, we have basically a computer right in our hand. Yeah, I don't got... know how much more advanced we can get. I also feel that way about evolution. Like, will our thumbs be eventually, and I'm not kidding about this, mm-hmm. eventually become bigger because we need them more than we used to? <laughs> you know, yeah, to. yeah. That's well, I mean, that's, that's how evolution happens. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think that there's something to that. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah, get to the point know. where I lose one of my thumbs and they put my big toe on there. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that Louisville basketball player in yeah. the 80s? Yeah. They did that. I did. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. They did. What did they do? They, they took his, for those of us. Yeah. <laughs> they took his big toe, 
And put, put it on his hands. Yeah, yeah, Did his free throw percentage go up? He was a pretty terrible free throw shooter, but he was a hell of a rebounder. Suffered from a terrible case of athlete's hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Everybody. Wouldn't that be the greatest? You're yeah. guarding him like this. You got your hands over your guy. Like, what the fuck? Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not going to notice. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Mm. Oh, hell of a defensive move. It's like, just throw your hands up. I got a thumb and I got a foot. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, when is that biopic or doc coming out? I don't know. I want to see that. Who's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was he he was one of the uh that was with Dr. Duncanstein. Oh, Dr. Duncanstein. Yeah, absolutely. He was with that group of Louisville Cardinals and then <sighs> Dr. Duncanstein. Yeah. And what is that who is that Tom Brookshire? He said the Louisville basketball team has a collective IQ of 40. Remember when he said that? Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. Dis- and he that was dis- the end of his career. Yeah, and he disappeared <laughs> right. after that. Yeah. yeah. Probably not a good idea to no. be saying that about young black men. You <laughs> what, know what year I mean? was that? What year was that? God, that'd be 40 years ago. Yeah. So, oh, people were getting kicked out then for <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy the Greek got kicked yeah. out? Uh, I argued said, against yeah. it, but they wouldn't listen to him. Keep him. He's a good Keep guy. I think a Howard, Howard Cosell was another one. He was, look he, at that little yeah, look at that run. little monkey run. Yeah, and he, he was he was yeah. gone. From, Is that how he left? That's how he yeah. left. Monday I, night Monday I, night football. Yeah, Joe Washington. About, uh, Lo, the, one, I think Lo Redskins. Yeah, little yeah. Yeah. He said, watch that little monkey roll. Yeah. Mike is holding his stomach right <laughs> while you're on camera. And do you remember, do, do you remember the, uh, the GM of the Dodgers? Remember him years oh, yeah. ago? He Al went on air. Yeah, Al Campanis went on Nightline. That we lacked the bone seat. But he yeah, was you, right about that. You, you, the, yeah, you, had, you didn't have a bone in your foot and you couldn't <laughs> right. swim. Or we lacked the bone seat. And then, and then Ted Koppel tried to, to stop him and he kept doubling down on it. I remember that. Or Jimmy the Greek, Jimmy the Greek, the Greek said, Snyder yeah. said that we were, and it's basically almost true that yeah. we, we were, yeah, we Just were yeah. Bred, bred to be athletes. athletes. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you think the guys that say they they're looking to exit? When they want to go home, you know, yeah. they do. You know how like you got the yeah. wife that's like, "No, you're going to work." <laughs> and he's like, "How can point. I get out of this?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Racism. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Racism. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, as a as a young young ten to. 18 year old those are the things i heard on tv yeah. and you just got to sit there and go oh okay i can't wow. believe you said that but yeah <laughs> carry one my, on <laughs> one of my favorites of all time back when i was working K, i mean this is like almost 50 years ago now i'm working with this guy he's african-american guy and me and we'd always hang out together <laughs> he, he was one of my favorites he's driving along we're on hennepin Avenue, driving along and i'm sitting in the passenger seat there's this asian woman and she's kind of like staring. He was a handsome guy. I mean, no question about it. But she was staring at him. And he's looking at me. And he's looking at her. And he looks at me. And he rolls down the window and goes, what you looking at, Chinese woman? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was trying to give you a compliment. Yeah. So, you know. yeah. So, you know, racist black people, typical. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, typical. Chinese woman. <laughs> looking at a Chinese woman. I said, she might be Japanese. I'm not sure. Yeah. But back then, you only had one choice. You couldn't yeah. be Filipino or Vietnamese. You were either Chinese or Puerto Rican. That was it. You know, that's pretty much That's because yeah. I think, you know, especially in Baltimore, growing up in Baltimore, we didn't have the other food options. Right. The corner store was Chinese, Chinese. food. And it wasn't yeah. Thai. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's right. Know, it's that's true. Yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah, and there was that. one on every corner. There was a liquor store and a Chinese food Chinese place. Food. Right. Yeah. And a church. Yeah. And every. Isn't that phenomenal? Yeah. There was no Thai. Right. right. But there was no Korean food no. or, you know. No. no. And to no, this day. Why? Why? I don't, I don't know. White people probably yeah, wouldn't need it. They, <laughs> they probably wouldn't. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, in terms of like if you lump all Asians together, like what eighty percent of them are Chinese. So I, I mean, they're about, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. There's just there a, a lot, lot of Chinese, of Chinese people. people. And the so, food is that's good factual. as hell. That's factual. Yeah, but yeah. Not, yeah. not Minnesota though. Minnesota is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Chinese. Yeah, it does. There's when there's nothing places. to compare it to, though, it's great. That's true. I remember when I was a kid eating my crappy Chinese food, and I loved it. Now it's like. There's a place right next to here called Yangtze, actually. It's super good. Yeah, that is it's good. It's like three blocks away That is that. good. But Andy's doesn't run it anymore. <laughs> no. Andy doesn't own it anymore. No. I don't know. Yeah, he left. Yeah. But to this day, my 
siblings and friends in St. Louis call it the Chinaman. And it's like, you can't say that. <laughs> can't say oh, we, we called it worse than that when I was growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, every, and yeah. every one of them in big, bold letters, chop suey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you yeah. got to have chop suey. Mm-hmm. You know, well, remember Pekin, Illinois? Remember what they did? No. What's that? No. Pekin yeah. is a town. Pekin, P-E-K-I-N, is a town in Illinois, and I'm not making this up. And you can get pissed at me if you want, but it's true. You can look it up. Until about 30 years ago, maybe it was, maybe longer than that, the, like where I went was North High School, so it was the North Polars, get it? The oh, Polar gotcha. Bear, yeah. North Polar. Sure. The name of their team was the Pekin Chinks. Wow. Oh, you could look it up. <laughs> that I'm was not making that up. Mascot? The, the chink, it was a Chinese like character. It was like, yeah. oh, oh my god! Oh, right. Why do you have to vote to eventually change that? Why can't <laughs> you just, yeah. say, you know just walk in and say, <laughs> "We're done." No, well, fold up the tent. I, I mean, I can't believe the Redskins is still a football no, team. That's true. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. to me that every year that comes up and and it still has not been changed. I mean, I think at this point we're all on board that maybe that one should go away. Oh, Everyone oh, just look. looks away. Yeah, just look away and like, okay. Although got to tell you, the JB and I worked with a guy named Mike Gelfand, nice Jewish boy in America, and he said if they ever named a team the Kansas City Jews, he'd never miss a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy all this stuff. Yeah. I'm going probably, to every probably game. Probably true. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's the opinion of one man. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. Let's talk about Well, I taught, one taught a civic class at a high school for six months, and we were trying to get the kids to understand how bad the name Redskins is. And I finally said, okay, yeah. we had cut out construction paper triangles. I said, everybody make a pennant of a, a team of your race, or your race, or your race right. that's equal to that. And as they were doing it, they, the light bulb started, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah. I said, you know, that's a, that's a person. That's a, that's a group of people. Right. That's just not some logo, you know. Mm-hmm. Can I tell them about my North High School Polars again? Sure. Phenomenal. <laughs> so I go to North High School, the Polars. Now, this high school is about 80% black. And they decided they didn't want a white bear as their logo. So one year for the homecoming slogan, they had, Bears have soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not making it up, yeah. man. Not That's making awesome. it up. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I, I loved going there, though. It was, it was, that was a lot of fun. You would see things there, like if a couple of, a couple of guys were getting a fist fight, you know, and one guy just beat the hell out of the other one. The mom of the kid who got beat up would come to school and beat the shit out of the other <laughs> kid like, the yeah. next day. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Was, wow. Yeah, it was it, it, it was your hardcore inner city school. Absolutely, no be it. Don't be hitting my kid because I'll come to school and beat your ass for you. It was phenomenal. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was great. Oh, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. More with the family right after this. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XChat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. 
The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Merry Christmas, baby. Well, that's some expensive orchestration right there. <laughs> baby. <laughs> you know who this is. Treat me nice. Let me hear it again. Oh, I do know who that is. Who the hell is that? Damn it. It's not Billy. What's his name, is it? No. I was like, summertime and the living is easy. Who is Otis Redding. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sitting on a dock at a bay drowning my ass. I love Otis <laughs> and I love Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke was great, too. Mm. No doubt. No no Marvin Gaye, though, man. Marvin you, Gaye might have been the best of all time. Did you watch that special on Netflix, The Two Murders of... Sam Cooke. Yes, I watched that. It's crazy how he died. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. And it's crazy. very, like, conspiratorial. Mm-hmm. Like, what really happened there? Well, he was black. That was one thing. <laughs> Being black in America well, no, wasn't like, all that great back then. That contributed. Yeah, <laughs> that contributed. Well, they made it seem like, exactly. the pro- like they tried to rob him, like the prostitute in the hotel clerk or owner. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. was, like, conclu- uh, colluded to murder him to rob him. But then there's like all this back stuff with his contracts with his manager. Oh, something. I didn't know that. That possibly his manager set it up to have or him knocked out because he was going to make even, more money off of him if he died. Right. Or even maybe the government did it because he was starting to get political. Mm-hmm. Aren't, yeah, aren't a lot of conspiracies linked to money or yes. influence? Mm-hmm. Pretty yes. much all so. conspiracies. Yeah, yeah it's right. pretty much all of them. That is true. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's just that's why I really wish after you know being in the ballpark, as far as age is concerned, that I am now. I really wish people would would ask people my age what it was like you know, 50, 60 years ago. Because if they think it's bad now, it, they have no clue. near as bad as it used to be. You know, though, but that's what they're going to be saying 50 years from now. Yeah, I agree. About, no, oh, agree you would it. never believe what they were doing in well, 19. When, but when you had the, the head of the FBI, you know. J. Edgar Hoover. Destroying people's lives because he was he was bigoted. You know, he just... You know, he had dossiers on yeah, all on all type of people, but especially yep. black people who started to rise up. Oh yeah. What I love is he didn't like successful black people and he liked dressing up as a, a woman. woman. <laughs> what? Yeah, that okay. was a weird swing. I mean I didn't but he did all the time apparently. I don't know. That that whole thing is so bizarre to me. It still is to this day. I'm gonna judge you based on your gender, orientation, or skin color. Why would I do that? Explain that to me. Anyone? It's a power thing. It is. It's a need for power but who and needs the fear of power? losing it. But who needs the power? I mean, seriously, you need to be that. Aren't you as an individual secure in your own power that you can handle your world? You'd be amazed how many people aren't. I guess. I guess I would be. Right. I just have never understood that. Why? I don't like your skin color. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, what are you going to do? Right. I don't know. The whole thing is just stupid. Right. So, Baltimore. Baltimore. East side, west east, side. East I still side never forget that. <laughs> 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 that was so phenomenal. It was. Baltimore's a great town. Though. It is. It really is. You know, and when I'm, I'm currently at the end of season four of The Wire. You know, oh, you so are. the yeah. show based show. on Baltimore, and it brings back feelings. Like oh, legitimate. I bet. I bet. Just then when they're walking home from school, I'm like, I get this feeling like, wow, that was that was me. You know? And yep, yep. I, I didn't, you know, I lived on the east side, which was, you know, just like we said, it was bad all over that <laughs> But the west side had great. its action, and it's just, it is what it is, you know. It is indeed. Do you ever hear what David Simon did to the, to the mayor of Baltimore? Oh, no, tell me. Phenomenal. So the and mayor, which mayor? Which mayor? Kurt Schmuck? God, which one? one of, yeah, this, right. It was when it was at its peak, when the wire was just huge. Yeah. So I don't know who the mayor was then. But the mayor comes to him and says, look, man, you make Baltimore look really bad. I cannot allow you to shoot that show in Baltimore anymore. You can't do it. And David Simons go, really? You sure? 
He goes, yeah, you cannot film that here anymore. I, it makes Baltimore look really bad. And David Simon says, okay, I understand. I understand, Mr. Mayor. But you do have to understand one thing. I'm going to take it to another city. But on the show, I'm going to still say it's Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) How cold is that? Oh, man. It's like, I'll film it in another town, but still say it's Baltimore. Ice, ice cold. That show was... So you're in season four. So I'm at the end of season four, and it's just, it's warming up right now. It's getting great. Like, the characters are developed. The kids are like... It's, it's, I'm enjoying it. And Look, that's what I'm doing now. I'm watching all old shows. Like, I'm also... You and a lot of other people. Yeah, Sopranos right now. And oh, it's like, God, oh, yeah. man, I'm loving it. And just because, like, I enjoy television, but I'll be making television soon. So I want... You better be making television I, I don't soon. want some surface show. I want something with some depth and yeah. some dig in it and some, you know, something that sticks to the, you know, sticks no, to I the understand guts. That. So you, know? you, you want to do a drama? You know, here's the thing. This is how it works. You walk in and you are kind of like what people see in you. They see your image, what works. So they're going to throw me in comedy immediately. Yeah. Just because yeah. that's my history. But yes, I love drama. Well, you're. That's all I watch. You could carry that. That wouldn't be a problem. I've done dramas. <clears throat> I have. But, you know, I feel like. You gotta get your foot in the door first. Yeah, you, you gotta do. like do something, and then you can Tyler Perry it or <laughs> Lena Waite and do Tyler whatever Perry. you want. Tyler yeah. Perry figured it out, didn't he? Oh man! I'm gonna own the movies. I'm gonna write the movies. I'm gonna own the sets. I'm gonna mm-hmm. own. Yeah. I'm owning everything. All that right. was very very smart. But creating your own is the key to all of this. Yeah, it is. No, I you're really, absolutely right. I, I mean, that's how I got my hour special, the Amazon special, is because I self-produced my own special like a year prior. Mm-hmm. And I went shopping and trying to sell it all these places, and no one bought. However, it was viewed. So when it came time oh, yeah. for Amazon to purchase their originals, I was on a short list because someone had seen that hour. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just my testament of, like, just work. Like, That's do it. the work. Yep. Really? No, I think you could. You should do drama. That'd be good. I want to. You should. I want to. Yeah. Don't give up on it. No, no, I can't. But if you get, get a sitcom, is the title going to be called Step Man? <laughs> yeah, right. <They're laughs> Love Step Man. Step Man is ready. That Love is, Step that man. is ready. so funny, Step Man. It's primed and ready, and it, like, it walks in with a hook. You know, it touches all of America, middle America. People connect and relate, you know. You know, I got some options, man. And this is, I'm just saying this to say this, but it happened. They, some of my meetings, they wanted to make Stepman a white kid, you know. And I get it. It's all, it's funny. It's funny. That's just not my life. And I just not really what I want. And I probably shouldn't have said this on this show. Because I feel like what Uh you do, Uh once you put out in the word what you don't want, I feel like there's some forces above that are like, oh, really? That's that's what we're going to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm blown. And we might have to edit that out. (laughs) So. So they wanted your so you they they wanted you to be married to a white woman and have a white child. Well, or somehow where you know he's biracial or something. Oh, he's biracial. Okay. But no, they they yeah they threw out all those options and I think they just like gauging me for reaction. And then, yeah, maybe. And I'm yeah. realizing this friendly kind stuff. Yo, I threw it in the trash. Like mm-hmm. you can't walk in with this kind. You gotta be a shark in this biz. You just gotta be willing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And I've gotten more results by that way. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's twisted and it's dark. That's what I think all of this is. <laughs> <laughs> this business, yeah, it's very disgusting. All and, businesses are now. And though. I love it. You know, yeah. it's grimy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, it's not like it used to be in any of these businesses. I mean, they're going to have to figure out sooner because seriously, we, we talked about this. People under 40 live a totally different life than people over 40 now. They don't watch the same things. They don't listen to the same things. They don't really have much to do with one another uh, as far as, like, culture or that stuff is concerned. You know what I mean? Did my thing break? No, it didn't. I oh, thought it you're broke. You're good. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just really – what I like is, like, the reality of it. I think, I think that's the reason Dave Chappelle got so big because he took chances like, you know – if black people win the lottery and then he shows up driving a semi full of cool cigarettes. That's funny because he went, now, if the average person had done that joke in a minute, well, well, that's not funny. But for Dave Chappelle to do it, it was very, very funny. It was like way over the top. 
you know? Mm. And I think that's why he did get so, because he took the chance of going way over the top with everything. You know, the white family named the Big N. Right, right. You know, that was a smart, that was very, very smart. Yeah, I think we, we enjoy risk and yep. things yeah, that absolutely. we wouldn't do. And I think that still is the reason, you know, comedians are in a certain category. Because yeah. they are. They're speaking for some that want to do things that they can, you know. But you know who's doing it more than me? Mm. Musicians. Really? Like, rappers can walk in with incredible ego. Yeah, Just that's true. Just say anything and people are like, ah, he's ah, a rapper. Is that still... I don't know. Is that music as strong? Is it is it stronger than ever? Is it as strong? Is it not as strong? It's just so much. It's saturated. Right. It's saturated, so yeah. much music. So if you like something, and yeah. you like something else, and you like something else, it's just so much to like. Because we were talking right. last week. Uh, who was it from the OJs we were talking to last week? Oh, uh, Eddie. Guy. Yeah, Eddie. I think his name was, yeah. It Eddie. is Eddie. Yeah. So we're talking, you know, the OJs, great music. Eddie LaVert? Eddie LaVert, yes. yeah. It was Eddie LaVert. We were originally yeah. supposed to have two of them on, but only one could do but it. But Eddie showed up. But we were talking, and I asked him, and I said, do you think, because again, I grew up in the inner city, so I grew up on R&B, soul music. I mean, that's what I grew up on. And it's gone right now, because rap kind of just pushed it all aside. I don't care for that. It's one of the greatest, greatest bits of music. I mean, Marvin Gaye. Anita Baker, you don't ever want to hear those voices again? You know what? No. Um, <laughs> today's no, no, I don't. Here's the thing. No, okay. I, I do think okay. like younger kids that are coming up, they have their version of soul. So there are artists that are doing it. Yeah. But yeah, the little. people who heard, you know, Anita Baker, you know, caught Gosh. up in the rapture, you know, like people who heard that are not going to get on board with the young version of, like, a Trey Songs or somebody. Yeah, that yeah. It's kind of doing it, but for, you know, the Internet. The Internet. It, the Internet changed it. Digital changed everything, and not all in a good way either. No. no, uh, no. The Internet is very, very intrusive. We were just talking about that whole uh, Equifax thing. Oh, yeah. Stealing everybody's information. They stole and sold everybody's information, and now they got to send each person a check for, like, a dollar. Oh, boy. A dollar. Really? Yeah, digital scares me because it's just, it's changed the way people's brains work. What can you do now? You can't. There's nothing you can do about it. We talked about that earlier with Chris, the fact that so so many people now have a bone problem in the back of their neck because they're like this all the time. All day. But That's not long good as, for your neck. As long as everyone has it. I guess right. So I'll talk to Mike like this. Oh, you know, I have to lean back in order to see you. Hey, you won't stand out unless you... you know, yeah, I, get, I, yeah, I just... that. Look, I know it, it's done a lot of good as far as marketing is concerned and all that stuff. I still don't understand the kid that unwraps presents for $26 million a year. I don't get that. Oh, oh man, right. $26 million bucks he made last year, an eight-year-old kid unwrapping gifts. Hmm. How is that entertaining? To I don't anyone? know. My kids do it. They, they watch it? They watch these. Oh, do they really? Yeah, and then, of course, my kid wants me to go get it, so then I got to go to the store and go buy it or go to... Buy what? Whatever toy it Whatever is. you open. Or whatever you open, they want that toy immediately. It's the okay, best promotional well. tool they got. Uh, there's no doubt about that because it really does work. Think about the psychology of it, though. If you yeah. really think about yeah. it, you're watching someone open someone and receive joy. It's yeah. like, wait. Well, that's true. If I get that, I'll have that same joy. That's yeah. a good point. It is a good point. Wow. I, I still can't get my hands around people who sit and watch other people play video games. Oh, man. And I then. And then they talk to each other like, "Can you believe that? Can you? Did you see that?" <laughs> I know. It's like, like, Why don't you just play the game? <laughs> that's how I feel about when you watch sports, though. And I was going to say, watching video games, that's yeah. entertaining to me. But mm -hmm. sports, I'm just like, you're doing the same thing, though. You're watching yeah, other that's people. That's true. But how old are you? Hmm. Thirty. Okay, so I'm eight years older than you. So yeah, because like video games for me, like the only time I would sit and play video games is the weather was crappy outside. Like in the winter, if it was too cold, or if I was like sick, that was the only time I'd play video games. And of course, I couldn't save anything. So if you wanted to beat the game, you had to sit there and play the whole game. Yeah. Or if you if you were kind of the Richie kids, you had the little switch. You can go from T 
TV to your video game thing oh, and just leave it on. No. I would do that. My mom, I would leave my video game system on, and my mom would turn it off. I'm like, I had like eight hours on there. <laughs> yeah. And it's all right. You come back, memory card. Yeah. so hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. I, wasting energy. <laughs> I just glanced down and saw the one video game. Well, no, that's true. I, I played. I played MLB for a while, mm-hmm. then I won the some guy sick of winning the World Series, you know. <laughs> you know. And then I played. I didn't play much football, but I did play this man's mm-hmm. video game, yeah. Tiger fun, Woods Golf. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love playing Tiger Woods mm-hmm. Golf. <laughs> he is roaring back. There's no doubt about that. He's uh, he was quite the inspiration that President's Cup. No doubt yeah. about it. No doubt, and he's worth about a what two billion? That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's worth like two billion dollars yeah, now. I'm a fan too. I'm a fan of anyone yeah. that could dominate at that level, and he something that you haven't quite seen dominated like that. I mean, maybe yeah. you know back in the day, but and and it right. was and it was told to everybody when he was three or four in the Mike Douglas Mike show. Douglas show. He yep, showed up absolutely. at that age, putting, and yep. they said this kid's going to be a phenom. Yep. And then he Lived disappeared. Up to it. Then he disappeared right. out of everybody's conscience, and then all of a sudden he was back when he was at Stan- uh, Stanford, Stanford, and it's like, yep. oh, there he is. Kid can play, <laughs> no doubt about it. We'll be right back. Got one more segment right up to this with family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom, and I'm thrilled to let you know that for a very limited time, the ultimate weight loss program powered by Nutmos is having an early holiday sale Well, you'll receive 20 to 30% off the cost of the program. Shed those unwanted pounds and look great before the holidays get here. Lose 20 pounds or more. Consumer guarantee. See website for details, ultimatewl.com. Ultimate's plan is unlike any other weight loss program out there. With over 1 million pounds lost to date, and clients like me will tell you that this is a weight loss program that works. This plan is customized for each individual person, and the Ultimate Weight Loss staff will be there for you every step of the way. They help me change my life, and they can help you too. Start to live your healthiest life and schedule an immediate consultation in their new Edina location or Plymouth with expanded hours. And look great for the holidays. Sale ends Saturday, November 9th. Call now and save. 763-333-7337. Who's that? It's Marvin. I've never heard this song. Man. It's called I Want to Come Home for Christmas. I hadn't. I've never, I've never heard this I haven't song. either. I'm, gonna, I'm adding this to the Amazon music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, that's right sexy, now. right? Get a little Marvin gay going. He's got one called Purple Snowflakes, too. Purple Snowflakes. I would have I guessed that was Jermaine Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It sounded more like Jermaine Jackson, yeah. didn't it? I want to go home for Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he's got it. Got he's it. already got it. He's good got to go. It. It has the lyrics with it, so you mm. can sing along. Be careful, though, because last time he sang it, his own dad killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful. I said, sing how it bad is that? Your own father shoots Shoot. you to death. Wasn't it like on April on April Fool's Day, I think too? So. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. April I think you're 1st, right. yeah. So everybody thought it wasn't true at first. That so. was heartbreaking. I'll never forget that. <laughs> April Fool, <food>, motherfucker. Settle <laughs> 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 down, Daddy. Settle down. Mikey That's Winfield in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Acme tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, both yeah, nights. Yeah. Saturday sold out. Well. Just sold out. Eight o'clock show. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. We know. That's how it should be. You know, I, I tell you, it's fun getting a year older. You know, just like <laughs> I in don't the know. world. No. I, I don't know. When you know, you, know when you, in, in comedy. In, in comedy. Oh, yeah. Not the body aches. I was going to say, you hit my age, Mikey. You know. <laughs> Body no, I know not yeah, not for that, but for the the wisdom and the like experience mm-hmm. and the to being more honest. Like I can tell you, say what you want to say, mm-hmm. and there's no like maybe I shouldn't. 
And Don't the more of that you get, I just feel like it it creates who you are. Yeah. And it's better yeah. for comedy. It is so better to be able to just speak your mind, mm-hmm. like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm getting, I'm, I'm becoming that. I'm coming into that with yeah. my, you know, Prince, How you know, you energy, you know? you know. You know, it's just, you know. Twenty-two. No, yeah, right. Not that. Not that. But not that. A lot higher, but um, yeah. Not a lot higher. It feels really good. It is great. And to tell you the truth, just to be honest and say what you want to say, it's going to go a long way for you. It's liberating. Because people are getting really sick of this. Oh, you got to watch my words. Fuck you. Yes, they are. Watch your words. Well, like you were just talking about in the first hour, you can't call somebody a nerd now, and they compared it to the N word. Did you see that? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about this? No. I uh, there's, all a, time. there's a woman. There's a woman <laughs> in the... Uh, so I can say it. Sorry. The nerd or the M? <laughs> uh, that was my first. Yeah, like, oh, I think. No, 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 Brandon over there. This is why I don't talk ever, okay? <laughs> there's a psycho, psychotherapist in England named Dr. Sonia Falk, and she claims that calling a, pers- a smart person either a nerd or a geek. dweeb or a geek or anything like that is as bad as calling a black person the big N. It's like, mm. no, it's not. Mm. No, no, it is not. What she call it? Neuro, neuro something. She gave a term to it. Oh, yeah, she made she up did. a term. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, right, it was. It was neuro, what the hell was it again? Yeah. Doesn't matter. See, I try to understand where people are coming from, and I get... Name calling in general yeah. hurts others. You know, that's probably right. the theory for the basis of it. You know? Yeah. But wow, what a comparison. You know, like <laughs> that's when you want to be published. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. That's when you want this to become news. Yeah, the amazing thing about that is that basically the big N is a mispronunciation by the Irish of the word Negro. Because the the Spanish owned all the slave ships that brought the slaves to America from Africa. And that, that's where it came from, is Nero. They, they would you know, mm-hmm. call them Nero, meaning black. Well, the Irish didn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> Typical and so Irish. they went right with from Nero to something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And that's, so it's a mispronunciation of that word. And it, sooner or later, hopefully, it'll lose all of its power when people realize that it was just a, a dumb thing. That mm-hmm. people who didn't know how to pronounce a word, and now it's become this horrible thing. Generations are fading off, you know, and yeah. that's kind of helping some of you know the energy of hate. However, there's just like it's always someone holding someone, mm-hmm. whether it's class, right? You know, it may not always be race; it's class, but race is it just remains a factor. It's but very why do you present. think that? It, why? Because it's an e- it's an easy thing. It's just you easy. Can pigeonhole everybody. Right. It's just easy. I just guess, look at somebody yeah. and go, meh. I guess. It's what? disgusting. I got a you know, I got a kid that's like phenomenal at baseball, like a lefty beast, you know? And we had him playing this uh predominantly uh Caucasian white area, you know, and um he was beasting, destroying, and then mm-hmm. what happens eventually is by word we hear, yeah, they just want to um, keep the team with everyone from oh. diverse. Well, no, everyone Not diverse. From, yeah, but diverse. Right. So since we oh. didn't live in that area, right? They're oh, just that okay. was their way of saying we just want you know most of our kids to be from here. But mm-hmm. we're talking a travel ball baseball team. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. So mm-hmm. we end up kind of you know, and he's talented. So anyone will pick him up, and we just kind of move and to different energy and I think that's good for him to experience these things young to know that the world's not going to be nicer to you right and right. I like that I'm like now we can have this discussion in the house and now we can say look you know the world can be unfair you know don't let it like you know walk around with evil and hatred but just know how it can be yeah. so you're not disappointed mm-hmm. no, no doubt about that I just uh, so what position do you play Man, he's first base, he pitches. Is he always a big kid? Yeah, well, no. Because usually first basemen are big people. Right. No, he's just mm. kind of talented. He has, like, no threshold for pain, so he'll body up uh, on balls, yeah, you know, yep, and yep. he's fast, too, so he'll play some outfield, and he's just, you know, he has it. You know, like the mm. it factor. Like, there's mm. a lot of – I've noticed this is, like, a case in, like, 
athletes and uh, even entertainment. Like, you can have talent, but there's another factor above it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that it. And yeah. he has yeah. that. He's yeah. like, you know. He's How old is he? 14. And he's like attractive, like so girls like him, you know. <laughs> he has charisma. Look just like his you dad. Know? You know what? He didn't get that from me. He got that, <laughs> he got that from my wife, you know, <laughs> completely. But it's fun to watch, you know. And oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he was he? Did you know from the time he was very very young that he's going to be an athlete? Well, you know, here's the thing: it's not even that. That's what it'll be completely either, because he's smart. Again, and I yeah. wish. Like, I'm getting smarter now, but I have to force it. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I, got, I, I admire intelligence. That, mm-hmm. like, turns me on on, like, all facets. When someone is just, like, savvy at what they do or they know what they're doing, that just, that gets me, you know. Is your wife really smart? She is um, a step ahead. Yeah. And so yeah. she's made me smarter so I can outsmart mm. her when I need to, when I'm living a dirty <laughs> life. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> no, so, yeah, she, uh, she is. She has, she has some uh, intellect, and it's great. Is that what attracted you to her? No. <laughs> no. no. I'll just drop it there. When, when we worked at the grocery store together, I was not fantasizing about her intellect. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I understand. I understand that completely. Yeah. You know, the first time I ever met my wife, Andy's mother, uh, she was answering phones at my attorney's office, right? And I was like the biggest client this attorney had. So I come in one day and I look and I go, ooh, he's very pretty. And kind of like, so I said, hey, would you tell Alan that Uncle Tom is here? And she goes, uh, Mr. Dorfman, Uncle Bob is here. And I said, my name is Tom. And she goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I said, I love this woman. <laughs> I love this woman. She's a smart ass of the first order. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, yeah, great. Thanks so much for that. So good. I feel so much better about myself now paying all the bills here so you can have a job. But, you know, don't worry about my feelings. But isn't that great, though, you, when you talk about why you're attracted to somebody, why you married the person you did? Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. It, oh, I, I do. I love talking about that stuff. Yeah, me too. I really do. Yeah. I really, that's all I want to do, really. You know, sometimes I balance other stuff in my act just so I won't seem just one way. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really yeah. just trying to get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's fun, too, to have, like, at the time, she was doing things like the girls my age, because she's older. She wasn't doing the things the girls that my age were doing. Mm-hmm. So she was showing up with plates of food or, you know, <laughs> yeah, giving me advice on like a whole, <laughs> like another level advice, like yeah. oh man, it like it touched me in ways. No, ball ballpark. How much older is she than you? Like eight, well, eight to nine. Because yeah. I'm I'm eight years older than Catherine, so yeah. you know, it's not that big a deal actually. You know, not really, but I lack maturity by far. Not you. <laughs> oh man, so that eight is like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, how, how did she indicate she was attracted to you? You know what? Funny. That was it. I was you killing. Because you were funny. I was killing at the grocery See, store. Right. Yeah, we went to the grocery store. I was store. killing at the grocery store. Yeah, man, I was store. funny at the store. I was talking about everybody. I just had jokes for days. And when you were attracted to somebody, you try to be funny around oh, yeah. them, too. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Then I turned it up. Yeah, and then. That was the thing. So she's your sense of humor. That's it. That's I mean, how your I dashing got presence, too. I mean, let's not forget that. No, no. It was the sense of humor. <laughs> no, no. It was all that's, about the laughs. Seriously, yeah. that's yeah. what women want. They want, they want, they want a guy with that. a sense of humor. You could have the GQ-looking guy standing right in front of you. He could be the biggest asshole on planet Earth. Yeah. But you can get a just a normal-looking guy, and he's funny as hell, and he looks gorgeous to you. Yeah. So. That is God. great to hear. From, you know? <laughs> it's true. It's proven to God. Man. It's yeah, proven right. to God. Oh, right man. there. It's true. Yeah, I know. It's. I don't That's know. why I'm so attracted to Dave. He's hilarious. Yeah, he is a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And he's older than me too, so I get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something about it. Right. You got to ask Mikey. You got to ask him the question: How many? Oh, how many kids I have between my husband and I? Oh man, talk to me. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we usually try to do like a guessing game. 
And then I have to keep going more, 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 more. more. We have 11 kids between oh the two. My. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I, I want to spread my seat around, too. But <laughs> <laughs> wowzers. And, my, and the oldest, she's only two years younger than me. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you have time to even get out the house? Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I That's a ship good question. Off. How do you have time? I don't know, know how I do it. I just, I, I become robotic. I just do what I need to do, get home, you know, I get the kids off to school, and I don't know. I just, it's routine for me. It's like everyday life, you know. Yeah. You put your pants on. I take a kid to school. Come back. Take another kid to school. <laughs> just like, God, thank God. I thought you said take take the kid to school. Come back. Take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do all that in my pajamas. Take oh, you do it in your pajamas. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bathrobe. That I'm that sense. mom. <laughs> oh, man. My attendance at shows are uh, swaying to moms, like majority moms, because oh, really? that's what I discuss yeah, on yeah, stage, yeah. like my passion. Mm-hmm. And strong feelings for them. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's helped. Do you enjoy making women laugh more than men, or just everybody? No, nah, it's everybody. It's everybody. Because you know yeah. what, guys, man, like when you like connect on a feeling, a guy will come and just like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's nothing yeah, like true. that. Whereas the yeah. women, you know, uh, you know, they're just kind of like, oh, my guys like that, and it's, it all feels good. But I do yeah. like that level of like saying something that someone else thought they were like alone with mm-hmm. and that part mm-hmm. about it is like when it started happening i was like this is what i want to do when people started saying bro that's my life you yeah know? yeah and right that i right. think that's what changed me when that started happening i think yeah. that's terrific yeah. so did so you're at the at the supermarket yeah and you're telling jokes and you're making her laugh yeah so then when did you start when did you go on stage for the first time during that time. During the, so it was during that time. Yeah, you went to like a local club. Open, open mic, mic. Open yeah. mic. And then I caught the addiction. So that's what happens oh, when you, you get that laugh and you just ruin the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you think you've ruined your life, Mike? You know what happens? You just, it's, it can happen. It happens to a lot of us. You just become selfish because now you're chasing yeah. this laugh. You don't care about anything else but satisfying that need. It's mm-hmm. a drug. Yeah. And it feels good, and you feel like, well, it's not a literal drug, so it's okay to do it. But now I'm like calling in sick to work. Like now I'm doing by any means to get on stage because I know what happens when you get greater. You get to go to Oregon for fifty dollars. Oh <laughs> yes, touchdown. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, tonight two shows. Tomorrow night two shows. You said the eight o'clock. Uh, uh, tomorrow out, night. Yeah, tonight's close to selling out too. So yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, then when I checked, it was really close, so it might be sold out by now. But you have the ten o'clock uh, or ten thirty shows, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, eight and ten thirty tonight. Eight and ten thirty tomorrow. So you have some opening for the ten thirty. Probably you could check on the on the eight o'clock tonight, but it'd probably be sold out by yeah, now. Cl- very think. close. Yeah, yeah. Thank Mikey. Always terrific to see you. I'm, yeah, every time you I see you come guys, to town. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. You You're know? the best. I'm glad we could have these talks. And like, I agree. It's we lightning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it is. Really is. Absolutely. I learned a lot. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll be back after Christmas and come back, I think, on January 6th is the yes. day we come back. So that'll be cool. Merry Christmas, everybody in the room here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll, Happy New Year. We'll talk to you in January <laughs> with the family. 